to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message. Pray for the nation. Let's pray that God will intervene and that peace will reign and that the Spirit of God will take control of the cities, of the, of the states, of the towns, of the nation, and of leaders' decisions and of justice and everything. Let us pray for God's intervention in the name of Jesus. Father, we are thankful. We thank you, Lord, for George Floyd. Father, we thank you for the support that you are giving to the families that have been affected. We thank you for giving justice that you have created place, responsibility into our leaders, Lord, to bring justice to We thank you, Lord, for what is happening today, for we are giving you thanks because we know you can lift up your hand and, Lord, bring about peace. Father, we pray for your presence and your intervention in this. Lord, we pray that the enemy will not take control of this. We pray, oh God, that as long as the earth remains, as long as we live here on earth, there will be such times. There will be times of collision between colors, between races. But that, Lord, I pray that you will always will intercede. Let Christ be formed in our hearts. Let Christ be formed in our hearts. Let the gospel message go across the nation in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord, even that you use this opportunity, Lord, to make manifest your presence and use this opportunity, Lord, to fill our hearts even stronger and more of the Spirit of God. Let the peace of God reign on this land and the world all around. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Wonderful. Awesome. Okay. Wonderful. So let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Father, we are grateful. We are thankful for this afternoon. We are thankful for the opportunity to hear your word. We pray, Lord, that you give us of your spirit to lead us and to guide us through this service. In Jesus' name, we pray for strength. We pray, Lord, that even your word will strengthen and refresh us. We give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Wonderful, wonderful, awesome, powerful. Well, I, um, I want to share with you once again um, from the book, Those Who Honor You. Those Who Honor You from our father, um, from our prophet, um, Bishop Daggyward Mills. Very powerful book. I've been sharing from this book with you for about the last three or so weeks. And today we want to share from chapter nine and it says signs of this honor. Mercy. Signs of this honor. I love it already. Wonderful. I don't know if you understand honor, but this honor is the opposite of honor. Mercy. This honor means absence of honor. So what are the signs? What are some of the things we do that shows that we are dishonoring a person. Teacher. That is what we are going to go through in this few minutes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 3. Isaiah 53 verse 3. It says, He is despised 
and rejected of man, mm. a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. Mm. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Uh, we esteemed him not. Now, this is about Jesus Christ. And this scripture talks about the extreme of dishonor, the extreme uh, the, 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 the end of dishonor. So you can see this honor comes in spectrum, it comes in a spectrum. Now, he represents us someone who was extremely dishonored. Now, that is, you know, sometimes if, for instance, you know, you, you do something to someone who is of a certain, you know, caliber, you know, it's, it doesn't show so much. You know, for instance, if the, um, I, I call you and you refuse to answer my phone call, you look at the number and then you just ignore it, you know, and the presiding bishop calls you and you do the same thing. I think your extent of dishonor with him is a greater extent. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Now, so here is the son of God who was treated this way. He says, he is despised and rejected of men and a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Mm. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. It was not even pleasant to look at. Okay, and he says he was despised, and we esteemed him not. You know, so this is the Son of God. This is God walking on earth, and man treated him like this. So, do you understand how extreme type of an dishonor this is? Yes, this is extreme end of dishonor. So he is the ultimate of a man or a person who was dishonored on earth. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now let's look at some of these signs when we behave or some of the activities that show us that we are dishonoring a person. Number one, number one, your absence can be a sign of dishonor. Yes. Your absence mm. can be. Okay, now I want you to take note. That's the first point, that your absence can be a sign of dishonor. Now it says can be. It doesn't necessarily mean that your absence is a sign of dishonor but it can be a sign of dishonor. Do you understand? And again, it depends on the circumstances. Sometimes circumstances are such that you ought to be absent and they are beyond your control. That is why we're saying your absence can be a sign of dishonor. Now, I want to read a scripture from 1 Samuel chapter 15 and verse 28. 1 Samuel 15 and verse 28. And it says, And Samuel said unto him, the Lord hath rent the kingdom of Israel from thee. This is Samuel when he was talking to Saul, King Saul, after his disobedience. He says, And Samuel said unto him, The Lord hath rent the kingdom of Israel from thee this day, and hath given it to a neighbor of thine, that, it, that is better than thee, or that is better than thou. And also the strength of Israel will not lie nor repent. God will not lie. God will not repent. For he is not a man that he should repent. Then, then Saul responded. Then, then he said, this is Saul now speaking. He said, I have sinned, yet honor me now, I pray thee. This is Saul talking to Samuel. He says, I have sinned. Yet honor me now, I pray thee, 
before the elders of my people mm. and before Israel and turn again with me that I may worship the Lord thy God. Do you see? So the presence of someone, you see, this is Saul now who has sinned and he's acknowledging it before Samuel. But he's asking for Samuel's presence as Saul is going to be before the people of Israel. He's asking for Samuel to come. So Samuel, because Samuel is of a value. Do you understand? A prophet Samuel is a, a, an important person to the people of Israel. So the presence of someone at your event is evidence that you have been honored. Do you see? When someone shows up at your event, it shows that you have been honored. Wow. So when Saul realized that he had lost his position as a king, he begged Samuel. He was begging him to be present at his event, at the church service, to be present. He says, come before the people. Be present before the people. You see, Samuel's presence will be a sign of respect for Saul. It will be a sign of honor for Saul. So your presence at certain functions, your presence at someone's wedding is a sign that you respect that person. Wow. Do you see? Your presence will show that you respect that person. You know, we, for instance, we don't know a whole lot about Thomas. Do you see? I mean, not so much was said about Thomas, you know, like some of the other disciples. But there's one thing that comes to everyone's mind when we talk about Thomas. When we mention the name Thomas, the next thing that follows is what? The doubt. Lack of faith. Lack of faith. The doubter. Do you see? Someone who doubted, you know? And that is what comes in our mind every time you hear about Thomas. And it is not so surprising, you know, because it's possible perhaps that he did not really honor Jesus like the other disciples did. Maybe he did not, you know? Because you see in the book of John, when the risen, the resurrected Christ appeared to all his disciples, he was the only one who was absent. Mm. He was the only one who was not there. Yeah. He was absent in an important event like this. Mm -hmm. He didn't show up at an important event. When Christ mm -hmm. died and the message went around that they should gather this and this to meet him, he didn't show up. You see, John chapter 20 and verse 24. Look at that. We are preaching. John chapter 20 and verse 24. He says, But Thomas, one of the twelve, called the Dimas, was not with them when Jesus came. He was not with them when Jesus came. Do you see? He was not there. He didn't show up. Now, perhaps he didn't show up because he didn't really consider that this Jesus, he was really a Messiah. You know, he was going to be resurrected. You know, he's dead. He saw everything that happened, but he didn't have that honor for him. So he didn't show up. And because of that, he did not have faith. Okay? He didn't, he didn't, he didn't respect him. And even the next verse, when they came and told him, he refused to believe it. Look at that, the next verse. He says, the other disciples therefore said unto him, we have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, except I shall see in his hands, the print, the print except I shall see in his hand, the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side. Not just the fingers to see that. I mean, if you see the print of his nails, it probably will be enough. But he says, I have to see all these things before I can believe this man. Let's take off his clothes. 
you see evidence seeking is mm. you know because he, he didn't really honor him mm. and that is why perhaps he was absent and those of you who are fond of absenting yourself from events is a sign of dishonor. Wow. Yeah. Oh. It's a sign of dishonor. Especially when you know that your pastor will come. Your pastor is showing up here. And you just choose, oh, please. And then you brush it off. It's a sign of dishonor. Can I have an amen? Amen. You don't like my message. I love preaching to Rabbi. You are teaching Number two. Number two, your failure to call on someone can be a sign of dishonor. Your failure to call on someone can be a sign of dishonor. Okay? Wow. Wow. Matthew chapter two, Matthew chapter two and verse eleven. Matthew chapter two and verse eleven. It says, And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother. You remember the story? This is about the story about a wise man. Yes. Okay. The Bible says, and when they, come, when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not turn or they should not return to Herod, they appeared into their own country. They departed into their own country. Hallelujah. They departed into their own country another way. Say another way. Another way. You see, it says they departed into their own country another way. Okay. They turned another way. You know, when you want to dishonor someone, you see, you see the person coming and then you turn the other way. You, you know, you pass another way. I don't see. It's a sign of dishonor. You see it's me. a sign of dishonor. Sometimes you want to show the person that you are dishonoring the person or you are disrespect. You don't regard the person. My so God. You don't even want to waste your hello to meet the person to say hello from your <laughs> word. You don't want to waste that word from your mouth because it's not worth it. You understand? So you are meeting the person and then you turn the other way. You see? And many people do that. I want you to listen to me carefully. This is a sign of dishonor. I'm reading the Bible to you. That you see a person and then you are walking, you are coming and you see a person and then you turn another, pretend as if you have not seen the person. Open disrespect. You go to a function, you go to a function, you go to a place where people have gathered and then you see someone that you want to disregard, want to dishonor, and then you see the person standing there, you are going in that direction to greet people because of that person, you just turn another way, look somewhere else, as if you have not seen the person. It's a sign of dishonor. It's a sign. You are dishonoring the person. Wow, wow. You understand what I'm sharing with you? You are dishonoring the person. Or some, sometimes you, 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 you see a person, you know, you see a person, and uh, you, 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 want, you want, the person is a big person. You are in a place, so you want the person to come and say hello to you. Hey. This is, so you turn away yeah, as this person. <laughs> Instead of you running to the person as the person has entered, someone that you honor, you run to the person who, are, who is he, who is she, who is he. I'm here, you to see me. Why don't you, you know, and then you turn away as if you have not seen the person. I'm preaching. I am preaching, preaching. to you. Preach, Rabbi. Preach. Listen to me. I'm preaching. You are preaching, Rabbi. I don't want to mention your name. 
that I'm preaching to you. You are preaching what I'm saying with you. So this is a sign of the Bible says they turn another way. They turn another way. Okay. And now look, look at this. It says they turn another way. Then Herod, Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men. How did he so see that he was mocked? Because they turn another way. So he realized that they have mocked him. They have disregarded him. They didn't mm. come to see him. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes, right. says, he was exceeding rough and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem and in all the coast thereof from two years old and under, according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. Do you see? So Saul's uh, King Herod felt that the people have dishonored him when they turned another way. So wow. when you refuse to call on someone, someone shows up, someone that you say you respect, someone that you show honor, someone that you call your pastor, you call your mother, your father, someone that you call your uncle, someone that you respect, or someone that you call a dear friend, you see the person and then you just turn another way. It's a sign of dishonor. Amen. And you're supposed to call on that person, show up at that person's place, and another person. Amen. Can I have an amen? Amen. amen. So your visit to someone's house, when you visit someone in the house, is a sign of your respect for that person. When you call okay. upon that person, okay, you show up at that person's place. It's a sign of honor. It's a sign of your respect for that person. And the failure of the wise men to pass by King Herod's court was a sign that they dishonored him. They didn't honor him. Okay, they didn't respect him. That is why, as pastors, we endeavor to visit people. We endeavor to visit people. It is not intruding. We are not trying to intrude your environment. Is there something we did wrong? Okay. Are we okay? Yes. Wonderful. Can you hear me? Yes. Powerful. Okay. Yes, so when we, when we show up at somebody's place, when we are making efforts to visit you, we are not trying to intrude. We are not trying to, you know, intrude your privacy. You know, we are not trying to know where, you know, how you live or what you have. Or, but we are just showing a sign of respect. Maybe somebody should mute their phone because there's some background noise from your place. Very good. Awesome. Okay. So we are not trying to intrude your privacy, but we are just showing you a sign of respect. We are showing you that we honor you, we respect you, we admire you, we love you, we want you to be a part of us. It's a sign that we are showing that we want you to, to know that you are valuable to us. Do you mm. understand? You are valuable to us. So when we make appointment with you and we are coming and then the last minute we call you and you are not answering, you know, it's, it, we don't, you don't give us the opportunity to honor you. Can I have an amen? Amen. Yeah. And what we desire to know is just to know more of you so that we can fellowship well with you. Wonderful. So you, you, the wise men were simply not, did not show up at Herod's place. They just didn't show up. And their absence, they are not showing up, was a sign of rebuke. or It was a loud rebuke and disrespect for towards Herod. Do you understand? They did not show honor to him. The next one, the next point, disregarding advice can be a sign of dishonor. Wow. Disregarding advice. 
ignoring advice. It can be a sign of dishonor. You know, this is a very powerful book, I tell you. It's a very powerful book. So disregarding advice can be a sign of dishonor. Okay, now the famous scripture, Deuteronomy 5 and verse 16, it says, Honor thy father and thy mother as the Lord thy God had commanded thee, mm. that thy days may be prolonged and that it may go well with thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Can I have an amen? Amen. Honor yeah. thy father and thy mother. You see? So to honor someone is to take notice of the person's advice. Okay. It's to take notice of the person's advice and try to follow it. Do you understand? You try to follow it when you honor someone and you are attempting to even follow the advice, it shows that you actually respect the person. You are teaching okay? us. There are certain advice that is difficult to follow. Okay? Mm -hmm. But even making the effort to follow that advice is a sign of your honor. Okay? Right. The brother was sharing. That night that, the, the, that he called me, he was calling me just to inform me that he's postponing the exam. He's not serious. Okay? He just didn't want me to hear it later. But he had, oh, he had reshield in his heart that this is, I'm, I'm postponing it. I'm not ready for it. Mercy, and mercy. he knew himself and he felt in himself that he was not ready for it. But he mercy. called me just a sign of respect that, listen, you discussed this with me that as you write it, I understand, but I'm not ready. I'm... <laughs> but he took the advice that I gave him. Yeah. And he took the advice. You, you so it. as difficult as it was for him at the moment, he made effort to take the advice and follow the instructions and follow the advice. Yeah, Are you perfect. understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. Yes, so right. those church members who dishonor people when they disregard their advice, when you disregard advice totally, you know, it's not an, it's not a good spirit. We are changing. It's not a good spirit. Reach on. Okay. Disregarding oh. someone's advice is. Uh, it's, uh, it's a sign and input into a, a, a form of dishonor that you are showing total dishonor to the person. It's like a Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Like some people, you know, some people, I don't know who is doing this thing. You don't like my message, is that, is that why? We, we love it. We love it. I, okay. That's what is on the menu. So just eat it. We're enjoying it. We are enjoying drink it. water on top of it and you'll be fine. <laughs> Okay. God will help you change. So listen very carefully. Listen very carefully. Okay. As it says disregarding advice can be a sign of dishonor. Okay. There are some people who will intentionally, they will intentionally ask for your opinion or they will intentionally ask for your advice regarding a certain matter, a set, certain things that they are doing. They will intentionally will ask you. Meanwhile, they know what they want to do. You see, they will ask you, they will call you and waste your time. Spend time talking to them and advise them, do this, do that, do that. And they know already what they want to do. But they have an opinion and they do not do any of what you suggest. They don't do any of what you advise. And they just want to show you that they don't regard your opinion. They yes. don't respect your opinion. Yes. And they are calling you just to show you that. That you told me to do A, B, C, and D, but I'm not doing it to show you that I don't respect your opinion. What a full, person. Respect. full respect. Okay. 
to show you that I don't, I don't respect you, just to dishonor you. Mercy. So it's a sign of dishonor is when you dishonor, you when you disregard someone's advice. Mm. Someone's advice. Okay, advice eh, is very expensive to come by. Mm. Yes. You will not get advice that easily. You what? You grown up, not a lot of people can advise you. <laughs> oh, yes. Not a lot of people can advise you. Unless you are you pose as a child to someone, you cannot be advised. Okay. Because you feel so grown to do things on your own. Yeah, that is why advice true. comes in a very high cost. It comes at a very high cost. Okay? So advice, it comes at a high cost. And when it comes to you, seize it, take it, and don't disregard it. Can I have an amen? Amen. There are many government, amen. government officials, you know, they invite pastors, they invite men of God to their functions, their, you know, things, just for political reasons. Yeah, when they pray, the pray for them and advise them, do this, do that, they won't do it. They won't do it, and it's a sign of this dishonor. Mercy. Okay, it's a sign of dishonor. They won't do it. Okay, and they remain, they want to do things just to remain popular. Okay, mm -hmm. not that they want to do the right thing. They disregard advice. So this, to dishonor someone is to disregard, ignore, and to neglect the person's wisdom, the person's thoughts, the person's revelations, the person's ideas, the mm. person's plans, and more importantly, the person's time that he oh. spends talking to you. Oh. Okay? And as you are listening, your ears are not even there. You are not listening. <laughs> okay? Because I have seen that some Verse. people have been advised and they have called about the same thing again. And it's a sign that the time you call and you were talking to you, you were not doing it. But when you yes. did your own thing and it didn't work, you are coming to pretend as if this is the first time you are coming to ask this. Whenever we are preaching, mm. hey, okay. of the century. You see, I'm preaching to you. Oh, I receive yeah. it. You know yourself. So take the yeah. and drink water on top of it. <laughs> All right, I'm taking my portion. It will go down. <laughs> Can I have an amen? So uh, the presiding bishop, for instance, those of us who take his messages, his books, we take, you know, his meetings seriously and his advice and all the advice that are in the book, you know, like even this message that I'm sharing with you, you take it seriously. It's yes. a sign of you honor the anointing that is upon his life. Yes. Man. Amen. You are preaching. You are preaching. Another point. Oh. Almost done. Okay. Oh. So let's stay there. Leaving home can be a sign of dishonor. Leaving home can be a sign of dishonor. Luke chapter 15, verse 17. It says, And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father have bread enough to, and to spare, and I perish with hunger? This is the prodigal son. Then verse, the next verse, verse 18, it says, I will Arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. Do you see? He recognized that he has sinned. Okay? So the prodigal son dishonored his father greatly by leaving home and not regarding and not serving, not honoring, not doing things for the father in his house. Mm. You see? He showed a sign of dishonor. Mm -hmm. And the sin that the prodigal son committed was a sign of not listening, not listening to the father, not obeying the father, not deferring to the father, not deferring his, uh, his activities, his plans to the father. 
it was a sign that he dishonored him. When he made plans to leave, he was not prepared to listen to the father. Do you understand? I don't, you, we see that the father did not, did not agree. And the way the father showed that he did not agree was how he was showing sign of, you know, he, he told the, the senior brother that everything that I have is yours because you have been with me. You have stayed with me. You have, that means that he was not in agreement with the little boy leaving. At all. Okay. So the, 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 the elder son, on the other hand, showed honor to the father. And he said, all these years do I serve thee. That is what he said. Mm. He said, all these years do I serve thee. In other words, all these years I have been subject to you. I have deferred to you. I have obeyed you. And I have submitted myself to you. I have listened to everything that you have told me. The elder son honored his father. He honored his father. And the younger son showed total dishonor to the father. You see? And so it wasn't surprising that the father said, all that I have are thine. Mm. All that I, when you honor a father, when you honor a mother, you touch their hearts. And they give you everything that they have. And everything that they have include all the things that you don't like also. Mm. Uh, including their disciplining, their talking, their shouting. Their include, it says, all that I have. And mm. that includes also their wealth, wow. their money, their wisdom, their advice, wow. their, everything that have made them who they are. That you call even a father or a mother. Mm. Okay. So everything that they have is what they give you. And everything they have includes all the things also which you personally don't like. Now, Jesus also did not like something that the Father was giving him. But he says, I accept it. As long as it's coming from you, I accept it. Yeah. I know it is good for me. It does not sound nice. It does not sit well with me. But I'm taking it. I love it. Is somebody understanding the word of God? Oh, if you understand it, put your hands together for Jesus. Can I have an amen? Amen. Amen. So when you leave your home unceremoniously, you know, when you leave your home unceremoniously, I mean, unceremoniously means without ceremony. You know, you leave, you leave, you you, you show lack of courtesy. Absence of courtesy. No celebration. Abruptly. You are leaving. You live in a very rough manner. When you leave a place, sometimes you come and somebody gives you a place to stay and then you find a job and then you leave unceremoniously. Mm-hmm. You don't respect that person. It shall not be well with you. Let's see. You know, you don't do well like that. Oh. It's a sign of dishonor. So it's a sign of disrespect and a sign of dishonor. Okay. When you abandon the ministry, it's a sign of dishonor. Mercy. Wow. When you walk away from your God-given position, it's a sign of dishonor. You are teaching. And your dishonor is seen when you leave, when, and, 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 and in a very despiseful way. When you leave after many years of feeding, it's a sign of dishonor. Mm. After mm. many years of counseling, and then you just leave like that. Without leave you. without saying bye-bye, without saying thank you. No matter what is taking you away. No matter how what is moving you to another place, you should leave ceremoniously. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you leave and then recall the things that have made you where you are even today. Remember those things. Remember and every now and then send a message, call, show a sign of honor. I'm preaching to you. Yeah. I said I'm preaching to you. I'm receiving it. 
Because one day, Reverend, something I'm is my going portion. to take you somewhere. Something is going to take you somewhere. But live ceremoniously. Live in a celebrated way. Let's live in, in a, a fashion that is honorable. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. So when you sneer at your father and walk away from the lifetime teachings, the lifetime provisions, the lifetime counseling, you know, your father who has taught you, raised you up, counseled you, prepared you for marriage, prepare you, counsel your marriage, teach your children, talk to your children, raise all, everything about you, and then you just walk away like that. Baptize them, baptize them. Baptizing you. Dedicate them. You pray for you, you give your life to Christ. And through him, you have escaped hell. Mm. And it's Anna. It's not a good thing. Say it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Say, I've not done. I've not done the right thing. I've not, I've not done the right thing. So this is exactly what the prodigal son did, and that is why it didn't go well with him. Mm. And it turned out that it was not well with him at all. And he said, "I'll go back." He lost everything that he had, mm. and he became poor. He became poor. The scriptures are true. The word of God is true. If you don't honor your father and mother, it will not be well with you. It will not be well with you. So I will do, no matter what my parents do to me, I will do everything in my power to honor them. Because I want it to be well with me. Wow. I want it to be, I believe in the word of God. Yes. You can never say that your strength will take you through. Your, your, your wisdom, your knowledge will take you through. So you choose to disobey and not obey the word of God and dishonor your parents. It will not be well with you. You, you, you. you will see that it will not be well. And we are seeing classic example in the Bible about two children, one who honored the father and one who did not. Okay. It's a message to us. Many pastors cannot rise up, you know, and who could have great churches. They can't because they don't honor their fathers also. Mm. But we are a church which honors the father. Amen. And as a father who has brought us up, giving us a piece of the ministry. And that is why we are preaching from his book. Mm. You see, that is why we share from his book. It's a sign of honor. We are preaching. The prodigal son did not prosper. And the prodigal sons in the world today equally cannot prosper. Mm. Okay, Mm. they cannot prosper. It simply does not go well with them. And the prophecy of Deuteronomy 5.16 is fulfilled in their lives over and over again. As much as you make effort, you can make efforts, do fight, work hard, do study hard, do all kinds of things. You can never rise up against the scripture. And that scripture should never be fulfilled in your life. It should not. The Bible says, honor thy father and thy mother as the Lord thy God hath commanded thee. God has commanded you. It's a commandment from God that thy days may be long and that it may go well with thee. It may go well with thee. Amen. The land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Hallelujah. Amen. The next one, the stubbornness. Your stubbornness. Your stubbornness can be a sign of your dishonor. Forgive. Your stubbornness can be a sign of this Anna. Okay. This in uh, Exodus chapter 14 and verse 1. This is about Pharaoh. Okay. It says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel that they turn and encamp before Pi Hahiroth between Megdal and the sea. 
over against Baal Zephon. Before it shall ye encamp by the sea. For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land, the wilderness hath shut them in, and I will harden Pharaoh's heart, that he shall follow after them. And I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts, that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord, and they did so. Hallelujah. Amen. So we know about this story. We know how Pharaoh dishonored God. Pharaoh did not listen and obey God. And Pharaoh has showed great disregard and dishonor to God by his stubbornness. You see? And God was getting ready to gain his honor before the people of Egypt, to gain back his honor. Because he had felt dishonored by Pharaoh's stubbornness. Mm. He had felt, he says, who is the Lord? And God wanted to gain back. And so, it says, and the Lord said unto Moses in uh, verse 14, I mean, uh, the same chapter, verse 15, verse 15. It says, and the Lord said unto Moses, wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward, but lift thou up thy rod and stretch out thine hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. Okay. And I, behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they shall follow them. And I will get me honor upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts, upon his chariots and upon his horsemen. And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord when I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh, upon his chariots and upon his horsemen. Hallelujah. You see, so God decided that he will gain back his honor. He's decided he's taking back his honor, the respect that he deserved. And some of you, you do things to disregard God. You know, you do certain things to disregard him. And, you know, you, you, your behavior sometimes shows a total disregard of God's presence in your life. And sometimes you encounter certain things to turn you back so that he will gain back his honor to come back and give him honor. You understand? Sometimes he make you go through some wild challenge and then you turn back and come to depend on him so that he gain back his honor. Are you understanding what I'm saying with you? That's right. Yes. That's right. So Pharaoh is an ultimate example of a stubborn person. He's an ultimate example. And his stubbornness was a profound revelation of his disrespect for God. Okay? So stubbornness, stubbornness, when you are someone who is stubborn, it reveals resistance. When you are resistant towards somebody, you do not honor the person. You are always against, up and against the person. Anything the person says, you have another thing. Anything that you are always constantly against a person is a sign of the honor. Opposition, that is a good word. Opposition, that you are positioning yourself to be opposite that person. Mm-hmm. And you are ready to oppose that person anytime. Mm-hmm. It's a sign of dishonor. Mm-hmm. The book says, answering back, arguing back, reveal your dishonor and your resistance to instructions and ideas. Preach. It's not a good spirit. Can I have an amen? Amen. Amen. So silent refusal to obey and comply are also signs of dishonor. You see, listen very carefully. A silent refusal to obey sometimes you don't say anything you know somebody will have a, a small meeting and say let's do this let's do that 
do that. And then you all, oh, okay, okay. And then we say, at the end, we say, oh, one person will rise up and say, let us give vote of thanks. Let us, um, what is the other thing that we do in our church? And then we stand up. You know, one person stands up and says, on behalf of all the people who have gathered here, we want to say this and this and that. But you are sitting there and you are not saying anything. You are not saying that the people that they are saying are on behalf of all of this, minus me. But you, you, you agree, you are sitting there as if you are part of it, but you will not do the thing that the person Silent, silent rebellion. Silent rebellion. Okay, so, so your silent refusal to obey and comply, they are all signs of dishonor. Okay, you won't say no, but you won't do it. In your mind, who Amen. is <laughs> And the last one, the last one, it says, pretense and deception can be a sign of dishonor. Okay, pretense or a pretense and deception. When you pretend, when you, when you, when you make us believe something that is not so, you pretend to be one person and you are another. Okay, Christians should not be pretentious. You don't have to propose for us to believe something else when it is not so. It's a sign of dishonor. You are, when you are, you, you, you say, Jesus said in Matthew 5 verse 7, he says, ye hypocrites. You know, Jesus was angry with these people. You see, they were angry because they, 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 they did not regard that he can see in their hearts. Okay, and he says, says, ye hypocrites. Matthew 15, verse 7. Matthew 15, verse 7. Ye hypocrites, well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people dwelleth nigh unto me, draweth nigh unto me with their mouth, and honoreth me with their lips. But their heart is far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrine the commandments of man. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, many Christians do this. Many Christians sing songs that they don't believe. Hey. You sing songs you are joining, and sometimes you are dancing and you are lifting hey. your hands in songs that you don't believe. So hey. Some of the songs, even you are not even listening to the words. You are it's just and you are just going and just flowing like that, Forgive. not thinking even the words. Forgive. You see, it's a sign of and you are just showing the Lord that I honor you, but you know in your heart that you are not honoring me. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> a sign of dishonor. So being hypocrite and pretending all the time is a sign that you think you can deceive someone. Mercy. And you, you, it's, it's a dishonor because you esteem the person to have lower intelligence. Oh. Okay, you are, you are showing the person that he can't see what you are doing. You are not smart enough. Mm. You understand? It's like you are not smart. I'm pretending, but you can't see. And sometimes we just for, you know, the peace sake and for Christ, they say as, long, as much as it depends on that, we should let peace be. We let you go on like that. Mm-hmm. But it's not that someone is a fool. <laughs> you know, when you pretend to do certain things, don't take it that no one sees it, that we are not seeing their behavior. Do you understand? It is uh, well known and it's identified and it's understood. Yeah, it goes on, it goes on. You understand? But we just flow. Mm. So that you don't fall off and you don't backslide and so on and so forth. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We Thank want you to continue to serve God. Thank you. We want you to remain in the faith that wow. the Lord will touch your heart so that all this pretense and all those deceits will fall away. It will go away one day. 
That is Mercy. why we ignite and we still love you, show love and hug uh, you. You know, as you're uh, hugging, you don't think that we don't know what you're doing. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Don't uh, think uh, that you are, you, are, you are dealing with some small intelligence. Okay? The anointing, it comes with intelligence. Wow. Okay. Level headed. Have 50 degrees, but the anointing of God may be upon my head that gives me intelligence to understand certain deep things that you may not know. Yeah. Ah, Reverend, you are bright. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? <laughs> yeah. it's Reverend Bright. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. You don't understand my way. We do. Oh, it's, powerful. it's a message. <laughs> that I'm a message right now. The menu is great. You are blessing us. So when you, when you think you can deceive someone because you consider him to be a dimwit, do you know what is a dimwit? You know, to consider someone to be silly, you know, or stupid, it's a, it's a very great sign of dishonor. May the Lord forgive you. Mercy. I say, may the Lord forgive Amen. you. Amen. Mercy. See, here you saw in that scripture that God did not take it lightly when his people feigned. When they feigned honor and disrespect for him, they didn't respect him. They didn't show honor as they were singing, as they were pretending, as they were showing that they honor him. They didn't honor him at all. So over the years, you will see that many people do this. They try to pretend. They try to honor you. They say certain things that they would like you to hear around you. They say things that they want you to hear. So to honor someone is to be genuine. You see, to be genuine with the person without any pretense. Mm. To be genuine. Do you do not insult great people by assuming that they are also, you know, they need to be flattered. They need to hear some flattery words. Mm. Don't insult people like that. You know, say things as that's what they like to hear. Mm. Okay. They have not gone to that position to be great for nothing. They know something. Okay. And you are where you are for a reason because you don't know much. That's true. You understand? And so you have to not belittle people. When people have gotten to certain age, old people, you understand that you, they, they have heard so many words. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? That's right. Yes, right. Are you listening to me? Oh, they've uh, eaten a lot of salt. Some of you are not listening, but I want you to listen carefully. Hey, when you are dealing right, with an older person, when you are dealing with an older person, understand you can never come challenging with words with an older person. One, the older person has said so many words more than you in a lifetime. The older person has heard so many words more than you. So many words. The older and person a lot of salt. so many advice. The older person has heard so many insults, so many quarrels. The older person has heard so many more than you have heard. So don't rise up to challenge an older person. You can never come to stage where you can challenge an older person, no matter what. The older person must have heard a lot more than you. Yeah. The older person must have seen a lot more than you. So don't be little people. Sometimes because of a little education that you have acquired, a little status, a little job that you have, a little mercy, money that mercy. you have in your account, that your mother doesn't have that much money, your mother doesn't have that much education, your mother doesn't have that much degree. Don't let that deceive you. But always honor, honor, honor. It's important to God that you honor. It's important. And may the enemy not deceive you to put certain things in your heart and in your head. If you feel that you have enough, you don't have enough. You can, never, you can never stand up with an older person, even when it comes to waste. So why waste time to challenge 
with Wes, with an older person. Because after all, Mercy. he has more words than you. Oh, yes. Mercy. It's yes. nothing at all. So. For the years that the person has lived, he has more words than you. You, are you don't understand the message. But may you the Lord give us. you... Oh, Reverend, you understand the message. The give you, you wisdom. May the Lord give you understanding. Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name. What a word. Amen. 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 Wonderful. Well, that brings my message to an end. Since we wanted me to end. Oh, anyway. I'm honoring you with my clap. Too powerful. Too powerful. Why are you not clapping? Why are you not clapping? Lift up your hands and clap. I'm honoring you with my clap. Wonderful. God bless you. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Father, we are grateful and thankful for your word. We thank you, Lord, for teaching us such wisdom. Father, we thank you for your spirit that teaches us day by day and draws us closer and closer to you. We thank you, Lord, for the wisdom that you have imparted into our lives today. We pray, Lord, that you give us the spirit of humility to accept your will. Father, sometimes it is not our will. Sometimes it doesn't go with our will. But we pray that let your will always be done in our lives. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father for goodness, for mercy, and for love. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Now, with all eyes closed and every head bowed, you are here this afternoon. You have not given your life to Christ. You are not born again, but you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and as my Savior. I want to give you this opportunity to receive Christ. I want to give you this opportunity. So if this is your prayer, you want to receive Jesus Christ, you say you want the Lord to be in your life. You want to be born again. I want you to lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. You want to receive Christ as your Savior. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that? Wonderful. Father, we are grateful and thankful. We thank you, Lord, for all these hands that are lifted up. Now, if you have lifted up your hand, I want you to repeat this prayer after me. And I want the whole church to also join and say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for dying for me. I have sinned against you. I have sinned against you. This afternoon. This afternoon. I come with a heart of repentance. I come with a heart of repentance. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Please wash me with your blood. Please wash me with your blood. Come into my life. Come into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my master. Be my savior. Be my savior. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me today. For saving me today. Say please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for every hand that is lifted up. I pray, Lord, for your covering. Everyone who has received Christ today, Lord, I offer them before you that your mighty angels who encamp around them, let us hope a host of angels be with them wherever they go. And I pray, Lord, that you cause them to continue to walk with you. In Jesus' name, amen. My God and King we believe you have been blessed with this powerful message. Come worship with us at Kodesh Family Church, located at 1734 Williams Bridge Road, Bronx, New York, at 12 p.m. every Sunday. God bless you. I
心。